Hi, welcome to Faye It Forward. This is Faye Kranz Green. Thank you for listening. I know that we're all very involved in Pesach cleaning right now and Pesach preparations. And probably the last thing you want to hear on this podcast while you are maybe taking your coffee break is more about Pesach. But this one has nothing to do with cleaning or cookies or cooking. Maybe it does cookies. So I hope you will enjoy it. Today, I want to share a personal story. A few years ago, I was visiting my children in Richmond, Virginia, when my eight-year-old granddaughter asked me to help her study the Manishtana, the four questions, in Yiddish. I said, oh, they're teaching it to you in school in Yiddish? And she said, no, not in my school, but my father offered me $50 to learn it. Needless to say, $50 was very motivating. And I got on my laptop and searched for my Manishtana in Yiddish notes. Sure enough, one file popped up. It was a newspaper article that I had written about one of my grandsons more than 20 years before that. And I want to share it with you. But first, I want to preface it with some background. At the time of that article, I was a young shlucha in Richmond, Virginia. And I was also tragically a recent widow. So chinuch for my children and grandchildren was up to me. And when I occasionally got something right, I was so happy that I wrote an article about it in our weekly newspaper. It was called Mendel and the Manishtana, and I'm going to read it to you verbatim. Here's what I wrote. I am a very proud grandmother, and my kids are all, of course, the smartest, cutest, most adorable people on the planet. But I will admit that the younger ones do have one teeny tiny flaw. They are what can best be described as Yiddishly challenged. They don't speak Yiddish. It's certainly not their fault. They were raised in Virginia and didn't attend Yiddish speaking schools until they were preteens. And we clearly did not speak enough Yiddish at home, something that I really regret. So, one year, just before Pesach, I took my four-year-old Mendel aside and said to him, Bubele, would you like to learn the Manashtana in Yiddish, like your father used to say when he was even younger than you? No way, was the immediate reply. Wouldn't it be nice if you learned it and said it out loud at our public seder? What? No, for sure, no. How about if I write down every word for you and you just read it from a paper? In English. This time the no was not so loud, so we closed the deal. But I had to find a version which was written in English but sounded like Yiddish, and it was impossible to find. So, in desperation, I wrote out the Manashtana by hand in a phonetic, vowelized English version, and after a few tries, drum roll please, Mendel was able to read it. The night of the Seder, Mendel stood up and proudly recited the Manashtana in Yiddish from his English notes. His parents were kvelling, all the guests were beaming, and his bubby wiped away a few tears. I had finally done what I always thought a real bubby is supposed to do. A real bubby has to convey what she learned from her parents and from her bubbies and zaydis. Those intangible Jewish customs, teachings, and even nuances that are so important, but they get diluted with each passing generation. 
I think that bubbies are the living repositories of those beautiful traditions, and we are mandated, we are commanded, we must pass them on. Even if they only involved latkes or knedlach or afikomen presents, whatever it was, they are our traditions, our customs, our memories. And if you'll excuse my pun, if we pass on that, especially at Passover, what kind of bubby would we be?